emergency crossover uh it's locked on big 12 and locked on zags i'm josh neighbors the host of locked on big 12 andy Patton is the host of locked on zags we got some really curious weird news <laughs> that we did not think was coming today andy and i had no idea mm-hmm. we'd be talking but thanks to pete thamel we are gonzaga and the big 12 have had conversations about linking joining up becoming one gonzaga bo- joining the big 12 and Andy, there's so many angles to this, but at first, what were your thoughts when you saw this Pete Thamel article on a random Wednesday afternoon in November? My first thought quite legitimately was about how I got very little done at work yesterday and how I needed to have a very productive afternoon of work today. I had just been telling my wife, here are the five things I'm going to get done today so I can feel good about watching the exhibition game tonight. And then this (laughs) happened less than five minutes later. And I got one of those five things done, which frankly was better than I thought I was going to do. Uh, This is what what a story. Uh, Obviously, I think the biggest the first thing I thought really just kind of looking at the teams is the, the hilarity of BYU being in the WCC for 10 years, leaving to join the big 12, the possibility of Gonzaga following them into the big 12 when BYU of course uh, didn't have as much success in the WCC as they'd hoped they would. uh, I was going to say in part because of Gonzaga, but because of Gonzaga directly. Uh, So that's a hilarious kind of angle. It's probably not the most important story in this uh, in this whole thing but it, it's something that made me chuckle at least thinking about it yeah it, it's very interesting so the situation for the zags that people are, you know are looking at it and i've seen your content you've done a great job covering this team uh you know you've mentioned hey byu to the big east byu to, oh, excuse, me, BYU, excuse me uh gonzaga <laughs> yeah, to the big east gonzaga mm-hmm. to the pac 12 mm-hmm. and here comes i mean this is this is really one of the true legitimate mm-hmm. articles yeah. that has got people fully talk. Pete Thamel yeah. says, "Look, Brett Yormark mm-hmm. made it a point to talk mm-hmm. with a Gonzaga athletic yeah. director and, and have this conversation, mm-hmm. and now it's now it's a thing we're talking about." So mm-hmm. there's so many angles from that perspective yeah. because this is the most legitimate interest reporting, whatever you want yeah. to call it, that we've seen between them in a conference mm-hmm. and. I think that's not by that is by mm-hmm. design yes. at this point in time. One hundred percent. I think we we've seen we've heard rumblings for forever that Gonzaga and the Big East were were talking, and of course people put those those that conference and that school together because Gonzaga is the most successful basketball non football basketball program in the country. Certainly the most successful, not in the Big East, unquestionably. Uh, Even if you count the Big East, they are the most successful program, at least of the last five years or so. So you can see the obvious connections there. So when you start hearing those rumblings, hey, they've had some conversations, there's been some chatter. It was kind of one of those things that like, yeah, of course, they're at least kind of kicking the tires on it. It made sense. It was one of those things that it was not fabricated out of thin air, but kind of could have been because you can see the connection there. The Pac-12, especially after USC and UCLA left, it was what are they going to do? The, the biggest school that has and is still connected to the Pac-12 remains San Diego State, but Gonzaga has been in that conversation. We started to hear a little bit more rumblings of that in the last couple of weeks, but I really think that this, while I, I think that it's obviously a serious conversation, there's mm-hmm. clearly some depth to this. I think that the the fact that it's coming out, that it's a really well-sourced person through ESPN, 
is is like you said by design gonzaga there's a lot of conversations as you know more than anybody between the, the big 12 and the pac 12 there have been some kind of some battles there some kind of one-upping from the commissioners uh and now you're seeing a situation where gonzaga kind of throws themselves right in the middle of it and says all right instead of us just feeling like we have the mountain west or bust now we're going to put ourselves in a position where there's a bidding war and there's legitimate conversation from multiple conferences about how can we figure out a way to get this little school in this little town of spokane washington into a power five conference and i think the thing that people sleep on with basketball is this is that the amount of inventory that it provides these television networks look like football is king. Sure. Mm -hmm. But basketball is more constant. It is more consistent. It is happening to, you know, twice a week, normally right Mm -hmm. a week and then a Saturday. And if you, I mean, if you had Gonzaga into Mm -hmm. the mix, the big 12, find me one night of the week where you can't put an absolute banger on and, and look, Gonzaga mm-hmm. doesn't matter who they've played. Mm-hmm. And, and I'll say this, you know, I think the Big 12 was the best college basketball mm-hmm. league in the country. Mm-hmm. Stick Gonzaga on the mm-hmm. road in any mm-hmm. Big 12 venue. It's sold yep. out. Yep. It doesn't matter. I mm-hmm. don't care. I'm a little biased. <laughs> I'm not sure that's the case yep. in the Pac-12. Yeah, I love it. But like if Gonzaga mm-hmm. goes and plays Stanford – Mm-hmm. They might have a great crowd. Mm-hmm. Don't play Cal. They might have a great crowd. Mm-hmm. But I'm not sure it's going to be Lubbock, Texas. Yeah. Or oh, maybe yeah. Manhattan, Kansas. Mm-hmm. Or Allen Fieldhouse. Mm-hmm. Or, uh, you know, go to Iowa State. I yeah. mean, it, this would be no questions, hands down, point mm-hmm. blank, period, the best college basketball conference in America. Absolutely. And, and it's funny. I saw a tweet recently as I've just been glued to, to the screen since this right. news came out uh, that kind of talked about how this if this were to happen, this is not just the Big 12 getting better. This is the Big East specifically getting worse. They do. They no longer have the opportunity to add because they're you know, they're, they're tossing around a lot of schools right now. And some of the schools they're tossing around are very good. Dayton is a school that has gotten a lot of attention as a potential Big East target. St. Louis, Loyola, Chicago, like those are great high profile programs that would be good additions to the Big East, but they're not going to join the Big East and be the best team or even a top three team. Maybe Dayton sneaks into the top five or so. Gonzaga joins the Big East. They're one of the top three teams in that conference. Gonzaga joins the Big 12. They're the best team. They're the best team. Yeah, they're conference. the best team. Gonzaga joins yeah. the Big 12. They're right I'm an impartial. Team. I'm an impartial person. I mean, I'm, I'm, I don't really care. I don't really. want that fight. That, that's the best. No, no pun intended. That, that's that's yeah. the best team right there. The only the Big Twelve is the only conference they could join where they're like there's a legitimate conversation about them being as low as third. They're probably they're top three for sure. They're yes probably one this season, but like they're going to have a lot of competition. The ACC obviously with North Carolina is a little bit different, but like with the Big Twelve, Gonzaga joins, they become a top tier program clearly, but they're not right at the top. And I think that that's, I think that's what Mark Few wants. I think that's what this program wants is like, they've heard for 20 years that, oh, they're not challenging conference play. They're not challenging conference play. It hurts them when they get into the NCAA tournament. And, you know, the the Zags have zero national championships in that time. So does the big 10. That can be a conversation for another time, but There is obviously a reason that Gonzaga wants to get more challenged. They also want to get more money because this is always at the end of the day about money. 100% of the time, there are obvious 
barriers that would need to be uh, addressed in order for this to happen. But if Gonzaga is going to play a better schedule, play top tier teams, play in front of sold out crowds, which I think would absolutely happen in the Big 12. Uh, it, uh, it would money. happen. It would happen. No doubt. I mean, yeah, that's a that's a no brainer. That's a win win right there for the Zags. Yeah. So the competition piece to this is is to me one of the most interesting because mm-hmm. I saw last year they played Texas Tech, right? Mm-hmm. And they beat Texas Tech, I, I thought pretty handily. Yeah. The thing is that's different is Tech get gets to run the gauntlet of the Big Twelve, mm-hmm. and that forces you to figure it's it's that grinding, yep. it's that yep. making you into a diamond type mm-hmm. situation, mm-hmm. and. It's not always Gonzaga's fault. It's the reason yeah. why they challenge themselves in non-conference, in my opinion, mm-hmm. is because they have to get themselves – it's not to boost a resume. They don't need that. Yeah. They're so no. good now. They don't have to have that. Mm-hmm. But it's because, you know, like when Arkansas shows up and they got like Jalen Williams in the post, it's like, yeah, yeah you haven't seen a guy like that in months. And in months, it's, yeah. it's really challenging. Mm-hmm. This would – I, I mean, I'll tell you what, like, I don't mean to be pro Zags. Let's do it. Mm-hmm. Great. It's all but like, mm-hmm. this is kind of the most, this is like the best thing possible. Oh, yeah. I'll take four or five, six, co- give me six mm-hmm. conference losses. Yeah. I don't care. Did mm-hmm. my team get better? Yep. Did my team round themselves into form? And mm-hmm. tech's a great example last year. They go yep. all the way and they play Duke in the elite eight. Like this is the best case scenario. This is what they've been asking for. I know the PAC 12 can mm-hmm. give you some of that, mm-hmm. but they don't give you on a night in night out basis. What's ha- there's a reason why the Big 12, the last three national championship games, has had Tech, who has been minutes, yeah. shots, <laughs> seconds away. Yeah. They've had KU and Baylor as champions. Yeah. There's a reason why. It's because this thing perfects you, basically. All right, folks, we're going to come back in the second segment. We're talking more Gonzaga, more Big 12. We're going to take a look at what this move would mean for the Big 12, why they might be interested in it, why it might make sense for that conference. Before we do that, though, I want to tell you all about Simply Safe. The numbers don't lie. In the last decade, over 4 million people have chosen Simply Safe home security to protect their homes. You don't earn the trust of that many people without doing something right. And Simply Safe, your safety is the only thing that matters. They protect you with cutting edge security technology powered by 24 7 professional monitoring agents who always have your back. With 24 7 professional monitoring, Simply Safe's agents call you the moment a threat is detected and dispatch police or first responders in an emergency, even if you're not home or can't be reached. Simply Safe blankets your home in protection with advanced sensors for every room, window, and door. HD security cameras for inside and outside your home. Smarter ways to detect motion that only alert you when a threat is real. And even hazard sensors that instantly detect fires, floods, and other threats to your home. Customize the perfect system for your home in just a few minutes at simplysafe.com/lockedoncollege. Save 20% on your Simply Safe security system when you sign up for an interactive monitoring plan and get your first month free. Visit simplysafe.com/lockedoncollege to learn more. There's no safe like Simply Safe. Absolutely. I mean, the Pac-12 without USC and UCLA, so few challenges. So right. few challenges. Very true. Very true. Yes, conference. Exactly. I mean, those, those are basketball. I mean, UCLA, obviously, is a basketball powerhouse. USC right. has been a bit more. And Field's done a great job. He, they're, yeah. they're, a, they're a challenge now that helps you get better. They're, they are one unquestionably. And for Gonzaga, like you look at, yeah, you, I mean, look at their schedule this year. Their first three weeks are murderous. They got Michigan State in less than two weeks. 
Five days after that, they got Texas. Four days after that, they got Kentucky. Five days after that, they're in the PK-85, which could include Duke and Purdue. And then a week after that, they play Baylor. Like, it is a ridiculous, murderous stretch, and they have to do that because from January to February, they get St. Mary's a couple times, very good program. They get BYU for one more year, a decent program, but didn't even make the NCAA tournament last year. You know, they get San Francisco, who snuck into the tournament last year, deservedly so, but that's it. That's it. And I, you see so many arguments that I think the, the, there's obviously a lot of conversation around Gonzaga. There has always been a lot of conversation around Gonzaga and uh, it's often taken to an extreme, but there is some level of truth about Gonzaga not getting tested in conference play. I think people saying, well, Gonzaga lost to Arkansas because they played Pacific in February is not really doesn't encapsulate the entire truth, but there's an element of truth to that. Would I rather the Zags played tech in February? Yes. <laughs> like unquestionably mm-hmm. tech and Baylor and Kansas. Yeah. 100%. Would I rather the Zags lose seven games in conference play, get a three seed, but be more prepared for the NCAA tournament, more prepared for the physicality of, you know, Baylor's guards, which surprised the heck out of them in the national championship a few years ago. Yeah. I would rather that. And I think a lot of Gonzaga fans would agree. We would rather see a team that's tested more, you know, that we're, we're excited about the start of the season. And then we can stay excited as we get into conference play. Cause we still got high profile games and it's not just kind of circling St. Mary's and then waiting three weeks, because that's sort right. of how it feels like right now. And it's, it's not that watching Gonzaga basketball isn't enjoyable when they pound the crap out of teams, but you got to wonder at what point does Mark few think, Hey, we're just not getting better. And clearly the, the moves he's trying to make now, I think they're there. Yeah. I think recruiting wise too. You know, yeah. you're gonna, I mean, you're going to be in Texas. You're yeah. going to be a whole lot of, yep. spend a whole lot of time in Texas as good as yep. they are in football. You have some kids in basketball. There's a lot oh, of yeah. kids who play, mm-hmm. who play sport. and go to Florida as well. Uh, mm-hmm. You'll be all around in this new big 12. Uh, yeah. And that, that's kind of, you know, it's almost like the AAU circuit, right? I mean, mm-hmm. those kids play a national schedule. Mm-hmm. Guess what? In Big 12, we will too. So to flip it from the, to the Big 12 perspective now, mm-hmm. it's, it's interesting, right, Andy, that we're hearing this yeah. right off the heels of the announcement of the Big 12 TV deal. Yeah. A lot of people have already seen it been saying, well, financially, what does it do? Mm-hmm. You have to understand something that I think the basketball – the basketball side of this is a little bit separate Mm -hmm. is that there's, there will be some conversations had between ESPN and Fox about, look, is this a $30 million ad? No, it's not. It's not the football ad, Mm -hmm. but if we're going to be offering you Gonzaga programming on ESPN, which Mm -hmm. already has it, but I'll give you Gonzaga or Gonzaga versus Mm -hmm. Baylor. Gonzaga, Kansas, Gonzaga Mm -hmm. tech, as opposed to Gonzaga USF. We'll we'll probably give you a little bump here. We'll probably, and Fox who's Mm -hmm. had no big 12 basketball content, Mm -hmm. who just bought into the big 12 basketball content, at least, Mm -hmm. you know, in terms of the last deal, this deal, they just have, Oh, Gonzaga is a welcome addition for them as well. So look, this is not adding Arizona, Arizona state Mm -hmm. for football. Mm -hmm. Football moves everything, Mm -hmm. but like, the big 12's aggression mm-hmm. continues because this is a helpful move. Yeah. I, I, I'm not sure what the numbers will end up looking like, mm-hmm. but this is a helpful move. I think for all parties involved. And also it's a further move that puts heat on one George Klyavkov too. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Well, and that's kind of what I wanted to ask you about a little bit was like, 
when when the Pac-12 moves first happened, when the USC UCLA thing happened, which kind of kickstarted this whole new round of of conference realignment, one of the big talking points that immediately happened was the kind of definitely overblown fear that the Pac-12 was going to like disintegrate and, and just get picked off com- right. entirely. Uh, I know a lot of Oregon State fans who were like, are we going to be in the Mountain West a year from now? Right. Like this legitimate concern uh, at the time, which, you know, again, has has blown over. But the Big 12 was known to be somewhat aggressively looking for at least the corner schools uh, or some level of, of moving west. Spokane is probably not the city that the Big 12 had in mind in terms of media markets. I suspect that Boulder was more appealing or Tucson was more, is more appealing in those situations. But Gonzaga is so different. They're a small school. They're a non-football school. You kind of have to throw out some of the traditional like thought processes mm-hmm. around those acquisitions. For the Big 12... If they're looking to move west, like does is this the kind of thing that you think they're really just trying to to needle at the Pac-12, or is this kind of a a hey we we, we want to move westward and this is a good option for us? Well, it helps on two fronts. So what we have to understand, and Zags fans, if you're you know if, if you are mm-hmm. not familiar with the New Deal, the way it works is this: is that on the ESP, ESPN and Fox are both involved in the deal right now, the new for the Big 12 moving forward in 2025, that will pay out. Roughly $380 million a year, 31.6 per program. ESPN has said that for each Power 5 school, the Big 12 ads, they will will pay a full share of what they're paying at Kansas State or Baylor or whatever Mm -hmm. in in equal part for that school. The uh, Fox side of things, they have not agreed to that. that, That's what you understand here. Yeah. So that makes the calculus for adding Pac-12 schools a bit different. Right. And it basically makes it all right. You would take most likely a short term financial hit mm-hmm. to try and destabilize that league. And then in 2031, when your next deal is up, you say, well, who's got who's got West Coast programming? Because right. we took four of their schools yeah. and that league is not in great shape. So mm-hmm. that's a calculated risk. Yeah. Or or they could wait on that and mm-hmm. say, maybe that's a five to ten year move. And let's go take a team in Washington. Yeah. A state where the Pac-12 is already in. Yep. And let's make the best basketball league in America Mm -hmm. already better. And look, maybe it takes a small cost. I don't know. Maybe maybe it is. But there's some value in this move. Mm -hmm. Because Fox wanted in on, once again, Fox Mm -hmm. wanted in on basketball Mm -hmm. in this conference. Yeah. For a reason. Yeah. If you add Gonzaga to that, the, what did the conference lose value? No, it's mm-hmm. already more valuable. Right. I mean, who's been playing in the, in the last of these national championship games? Mm-hmm. Gonzaga versus Baylor. Guess yeah. what? We part of the Big 12. Texas yeah. Tech, Kansas, Baylor, all mm-hmm. these schools, all these schools, man, are, are mm-hmm. around. They are they're in this thing. Yeah. So I think I think that with this move, it is part of it's it's not just needling, it's saying mm-hmm. We're taking a team in your territory. Yeah. A school that is putting guys in the NBA now yeah. very consistently. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We'll take that net out of the portfolio and we're coming mm-hmm. for the football. The football's coming next. We'll do the basketball first. I think that might be part of this move, but mm-hmm. I th- I think it's a I think it's about the aggression. Yeah. They decided to do an early an early a deal, which mm-hmm. some people will say, well, should you wait? No, Brett Yormark said, let's go and do it now. Mm-hmm. They came to town. I believe it was the Tennessee game, right? They're yeah, playing yep. Tennessee. Mm-hmm. And, and guess what? Brett Yormark said, you're in our neighborhood. Let's <laughs> have a talk. Now, yeah. it sounds like it's exploratory, yeah. but the Big 12, they want it. 
They mm-hmm. want Gonzaga as part of the portfolio, and they want it badly. I, in my opinion, they do to make a point that they're not sitting on their laurels from from November until April. They're they're saying we're, we are the team, we are the yeah. player. When football turns off, it's all about us. Well, and that that, that was that's kind of exactly the next point that I was going to make is like the Big Twelve is the best basketball conference. Gonzaga or not right now. I mean, you, you look at obviously the addition of Houston is massive in that regard. Houston is a, a top five program. They might win they, it this year. They, they, they might have a good chance to win it this year, right? I mean, if, come if on. Houston gets to the final four and the final four, which is being played in Houston, in Houston, I think they might win that thing. Like that, right. that is a really good program uh, over there with Marcus Sasser, the team that they have. Uh, and so you, 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 you add them in the mix. You obviously Baylor is one of the best programs of the last five years. Kansas has been one of the best programs over the last couple of decades. Uh, it's just, I, I wonder for, for the big 12, if it's just really a move of like, you know what, we just want to cement this. We are the basketball conference. Clearly big 12 football is not bad, but it is not at the sec or the big 10. And, and those programs have continued to add and obviously pulled away from the big 12 uh, and are now pulling away from the pac 12. So I wonder how much of, of this for the big 12 is just like, you know what, this is a move we can make that makes us better in the second most important sport. And we'll, and you kind of alluded to it. We'll worry about the football later, but we're going to make this move right now. We're going to piss off the pac 12 a little bit, and we're going to pull in the best team we can to make this team, this conference even better. Yeah. It's also too like people forget. I mean, basketball, that tournament is a billion oh, yeah. dollar industry. And nobody, nobody who covers hoops is like, you know what we need? More mm-hmm. teams. And they're like, yeah. we should do? We should have more teams. Because yeah. this thing just keeps cha-ching, cha-ching, yeah. cha-ching, yeah. cha-ching. Yeah. It's like we talked about it a few weeks ago on the crossover, our crossover that we mm-hmm. do between the Big 12 hosts. Mm-hmm. We're like, you know, we all want college football playoff expansion. Yeah. Nobody wants NCAA nobody tournament wants. expansion. Nobody you know wants. why they're doing it? Because it makes them so much money. It is a billion, billion dollar industry. Mm-hmm. It, it Look, the college football is a multi-billion dollar industry. Yeah. <laughs> but still, college hoops mm-hmm. is a billion dollar industry. Guys, mm-hmm. the NBA is only on ESPN like mm-hmm. Wednesdays right. and then Fridays. And then they do the, the Saturday night special, the some Sunday mm-hmm. night specials, whatever. College basketball is Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, (laughs) Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Mm -hmm. There is the Big 12, the ACC, and whoever Mm -hmm. else. And there's the A-10 on Fridays. And there's everybody on on Saturdays. Mm -hmm. And then there's the AAC on Sundays. Mm -hmm. Like, it's inventory. You can bank it. And if you can bank these, um, I mean, just put put Gonzaga Mm -hmm. in any Big 12 city. Manhattan, Mm -hmm. Ames. Uh, West Virginia, they go to West Virginia. Oh, no, mm-hmm. you even UCF or I mean, Houston, Jesus, oh my god, <laughs> no. could you imagine? Yeah. Oh my god, Madhouse, yeah. they go to yeah. Houston. It's gonna All be of these places, it's gonna be, you know, and and I, Dan Schulman and Jay Billis are gonna be mm-hmm. following around Gonzaga mm-hmm. on mm-hmm. this tour, and also, mm-hmm. I, I, they, I know HBO did this series a few years ago, which I really yeah. enjoy the series following Gonzaga. Yeah, good lord, could you imagine HBO <laughs> series or an ESPN Plus series? Yep chronicling gonzaga's first year oh in the big gosh. 12 must what you know mark few yeah. being like we knew it'd be tough but good god this is yeah. this is hard and <laughs> it's and, brutal we wanted but it's hard yeah all of mm-hmm. it feed yeah. me all of it because mm-hmm. god bless the pac-12 and i don't mm-hmm. want to take away their programs and their schools yeah. it's great mm-hmm. but this is just a little bit different november yeah. through april november through march mm-hmm. 
when everybody has to go everywhere, and then when they convene in Kansas City. And I, I want to see all the Zags fans. Yeah. I want to see them in KC at Power yeah. and Light getting ready for the eight, the Big 12 tournament there. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. I, I just I want it so badly. It's mm-hmm. it's like it's it's basketball nirvana, and basketball <laughs> still matters. It still yeah. matters. It's Absolutely. not football, but it still matters. It's where the Fox wanted a piece of it. All right, folks, we're going to come back in the final segment. We're going to discuss even more about this potential partnership between the Gonzaga Bulldogs and the Big 12 Conference, including the ever-important conversation about travel and how that would work in this situation. Before we get there, though, I want to tell you all about Sweat Block. It is fall wedding season, and I cannot tell you how nice it is to not have to worry about sweating through my dress shirts while out on the dance floor. Thanks to Sweat Block. I was able to fix my sweating issue and still cut a rug with Sweatblock. Sweatblock was created by a doctor to help with his own excessive sweating. It is doctor created and doctor recommended. If you or someone you love is experiencing embarrassing sweat or odor, try Sweatblock. Save 20% with promo code LOCKEDON at sweatblock.com. Also available at Amazon. I, I mean, I, I'll say too, like, I've been to... Matthew Knight Arena, where the Ducks play in Eugene. I've been to Alaska Airlines Arena, where the Huskies play. I've been to Washington State. I've been to Oregon State. Yeah, I, I would much rather play my my away games in the Big 12. Like I would way rather, even locally, yes, there's a rivalry between Gonzaga and UW. There has been for a long time. There's some bad blood there. Gonzaga and Washington State, I've been to those games. I've been to those games in Pullman, and it's it's an environment for sure, but it is not what you're going to face in those other towns. It's just not. And I know Mark Few knows that. I know the Gonzaga players know that the recruiting bump is there. And you mentioned the the money, the money aspect of it. And like, yeah, Gonzaga's the amount of money Gonzaga is going to bring in on a per game basis is doesn't light a candle to what the football teams bring in. But Gonzaga, you get a bunch of them. You get a whole bunch of them. You get eight hey. Saturdays of regular season games. Right. And those Saturdays are going to be you know, Kansas and, and, and uh, Baylor and Texas Tech Texas and all those Tech. And every single one of those State. games is going to be just... a banger. Every one of those games. And, and also, like, you saw what Texas Tech did. Yeah. Look, Texas Tech's a football school. It's yeah, Texas oh, yeah. Tech. Mm-hmm. When Chris Beard came there last year, came back, <laughs> I mean, that is, it was mm-hmm. just absolute scenes. Yeah. And you put Gonzaga there, it's like, feed us. Yeah. Let's do it. Yeah. Let's put these guys. Yeah. And it's it's going to be great. And when they go back, to the and what is it? Yeah. Zags Arena holds what is it? Uh, six thousand. Oh, it's. I mean, it's going to be and and, and the yeah. folks, the the mm. kids in the Big Twelve will be like, these guys mm. are on top of us. They're right this on top of you. To us every week. Oh, oh my god, what's happening yeah. here? Mm-hmm. Uh, god love the Pac twelve <laughs> and the Big East too. It's a, just a basketball conference, mm-hmm. but like there are some St. John's games and MSG oh, where yeah. you're like, man, it's yeah. a Sunday. We're playing Butler, and who the hell mm-hmm. cares? Yeah. There, yeah. There's none of those. There's no. none of those. No. Not in the Big 12. We don't have a damn we don't dang no. like that. So no. that's why it makes it so insane. And look, the money part of it's interesting. Andy, I'm not sure what that looks like. Yeah. But I, I don't know a world in which it hurts either party. Right. How does it hurt anybody? Well, that's what I was thinking too. Is like people were like, well, Gonzaga's not going to get as big of a piece as they because they're not a football program. And I was like, there's zero percent chance that the amount of money they would get from the Big 12 is less than what they get from the WCC. It is going to be much, much, much more. And it's maybe a smaller piece than every other school in the Big 12. I, I kind of don't know how it isn't. It would have to be because they don't have football. There's just no way. And right now, what what Gonzaga has done, they renegotiated uh, with the with the WCC in 2018 because they threatened to leave, and the Mountain West unanimously agreed to accept them. And then the WCC all of the sudden caved to every single one of Mark Few's demands. One of those demands was a bigger piece of the 
pie from the NCAA tournament revenue. Mark Few had a point. He said, we're splitting this revenue 10 ways. I am the only team that is making the NCAA tournament. Why are you getting all of my money? And the WCC changed it. I worked at the University of Portland when that happened. They were not happy <laughs> that they were losing some of that money. But what are you going to do? They knew even then, hey, we, we're we holding this program by a thread. Like There's no way they didn't know that. And one of the big elements of this that I'm still very fascinated by is kind of is Gonzaga has more than basketball, contrary to some people's popular belief. Their baseball program is excellent and would fit yeah. right in with the Big yeah, 12. Absolutely. They have a really good baseball program. And and that's and I the the report I believe from Pete Thamel said that this would this move would include all of Gonzaga's all sports, sports. Correct. That's the only way that I think it works. For for one key reason that a lot of people I think don't really think about is they're like, well, we'll just Gonzaga will just move basketball and they'll leave the rest of the sports in WCC. And I was like, the WCC is going to put a big old no stamp on that. Why right. would they do that? Uh, and the the Gonzaga athletic department can't go to the rest of their sports and say, hey, so we're going to shuffle you guys into the big sky so we can move our basketball programs right. over to the Big East or Big 12 or whatever. That's just not an option. So for the Zags, it has to be all or nothing, I think. And traveling your tennis programs to West Virginia, is right. it, there's a hurdle there. I'm pretty so sure it's going to be an NBA-type situation with that, mm-hmm. right? I yeah. mean, I was thinking about this, you know, when it comes to hoops, mm-hmm. it's going to have to be a I, – I think you could do a – the NBA does it, you know, mm-hmm. a Wednesday versus West Virginia or Cincinnati, yeah. mm-hmm. a Saturday versus West Virginia, yeah. a uh, Tuesday against UCF. Right. Or if you wanted to bump it up and you can go, you know, Tuesday against Cincinnati, mm-hmm. Friday night, maybe. If you want to start with the Friday night basketball thing, get in right. on that. They can do because there's nothing happening on Friday nights in January. I, let's be, right. I mean, let's be honest, there's nothing happening. Okay. Yep. So if you want to put, you know, stick a nice little West Virginia on, on Gonzaga on a Friday night right. at eight o'clock, I wouldn't care about mm-hmm. that. That'd be fine with me. <laughs> right. And then you go on Sunday, maybe Sunday, they mm-hmm. do like the ABC games in the AAC. Well, maybe mm-hmm. ESPN goes, have a little ABC action, UCF Gonzaga, mm-hmm. two o'clock on ABC. Sure, count me in for that. I- yeah. I'm down for that. That's kind of the way this is going to have to work. Now, yep. The baseball side of it, the so- I mean, does, does yeah. Gonzaga have softball? Mm-hmm. No, they don't have softball. They have soccer. No. Yeah. All right, so that's good. So, so mm-hmm. that side of it has to be figured out. But you can do two soccer games in three or four days. It's yeah. Not, it's not overly, overly bad. They're college yeah. kids. They got the lungs for it. Yeah. So it, it can be figured out. Like, yeah. there's a reason to have the conversation. If it couldn't be done, they wouldn't be doing it. Right. And 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 I mean, w- w- those are conversations that are probably haven't quite happened yet. Maybe they're ha- right. they've happened conversationally, exactly. but like if if the athletic department for the Zags is coming back, Chris Stanford, the AD, if him and, and the staff are kind of sitting down to figure this out, they're going to look at like how much more classes are kids going to miss? How much more money are we going to spend on flights? How much, you know, like they have to do this cost benefit analysis and, and figure all of this out. I'm guessing they have done a lot of it already, whether they've Great. done it very specifically with the big 12, I don't know, but I suspect that those, if, I don't see any of that being the actual hurdle. It would if the Big Twelve wants them. If Gonzaga wants to go to the Big Twelve, if the Big Twelve is going to take all of the sports, this stuff will will get figured out. How long it takes, how much money Gonzaga, all of that stuff, I don't know the answer to, and I it might take a, a, a while to figure it all out. But at the end of the day, if these two sides want to get this done, and nobody else comes in and outbids the Big Twelve for Gonzaga, which is to be clear, that's what they want. They, they, I think right. they want to go to the Big 12, but they also right. want to have a bidding war. They want the Pac-12 to come offer them something obscene. They want other conferences that we haven't even talked about yet to potentially get involved as well. Uh, and if that doesn't happen, though, 
and the Big 12 can make it work, I don't think that how we're going to pay to travel our tennis team is going to be an issue. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I just don't think that that's going to stop. And it. here's, you know, I know we're running long here, but like, this is the one that we have mentioned as the PAC 12 has not gotten their TV deal sorted out yet. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. And this, and especially, so here's the thing is like, people are debating what people, what, what do the TV networks and Amazon mm-hmm. has been really mentioned as a, as a player there. What do they want in You're terms right. of football? Well, what do they want in terms of basketball? Right, exactly. With no S, you mentioned earlier, with no SC and no UCLA, what am I paying for with hoops here? It's right. just kind of inventory. It's who was who in that who in that um, you know there now sticks out. Oregon is the one program mm-hmm. who's consistently stuck out, and Arizona is as well. Yeah. So those are kind of your big two you've got there. But everybody else involved, there's no programs mm-hmm. that really stick out for you. And so is Amazon going to pay for a basketball package? Are they going to bring the money for that? Because yeah. one, I'll bring, bring this up again. Fox wanted in on mm-hmm. Big 12 hoops. Yeah. They wanted in on that yeah. as part of this. Yeah. And so how does – I'm, I'm really trying to think in my head, like how does the Pac-12 make an overture – to Gonzaga where it's like, sure, we can give you the money that, that we want. Because I think the Big 12 is not, not coming to Gonzaga unless mm-hmm. they're saying, look, we can give you the exposure yeah, and then maybe not an immediate, but down the line, mm-hmm. the money that you yeah. want because we've created the greatest basketball league in the history of, the past of you know, of NCAA basketball. Right. The Pac-12 deal and, and not having one right now and mm-hmm. where it might be mm-hmm. has to be figured into this conversation. Absolutely. And yeah, and, and you're absolutely right. If, if I'm a, a organization looking to potentially bid on Pac-12 basketball, like, yes, them having Gonzaga would be a huge bump, but you're still talking about a few more marquee games. Gonzaga at Oregon, Gonzaga at Arizona. <laughs> Gonzaga at Washington's a good game because they're rivals, but that game sure. is happening every year. <laughs> Why and not? Like, yeah, but like, that's it. That's it. Arizona State, not good. Stanford, Cal, haven't been good in a long time. Oregon State, terrible last year. Washington State, mid-level team like none of these teams are are with the exception of Oregon and Arizona none of those teams are are close to even average in the big 12 <laughs> like right like, they're not even close and so if if the ability for the Pac-12 to offer Gonzaga more money when they would be going to a conference that has tremendously more successful basketball programs just doesn't doesn't seem likely no it, do, it really doesn't it really doesn't yeah. Uh, all right, so Andy, if you had to say right now, and I know we're reacting to this stuff, what mm-hmm. would you, what do you think is the most likely scenario? It feels like the least likely, at least, is that they mm-hmm. remain in the, remain in yeah. the WCC. Right? Yeah, I, I, that, that's probably over. But look, it's time for them to graduate. I, I think it's mm-hmm. also better for the sport if they do. It's, it's that program time. deserves a chance to compete. <laughs> yeah, um, it's interesting. I like you said, we're reacting to this live, so there's still so many pieces. Uh, the Big Twelve makes the most sense. I, I feel that strongly. I think uh, the Big East makes a ton of sense too because they're a basketball conference. They don't have football. That element is just removed entirely. The travel is comparable. I think it's worse in the Big East, but I don't think dramatically worse. I think it's about right. the same. Uh, the Big East doesn't line up with some of Gonzaga's other sports all of that well. I don't think that that's going to be a huge part of the conversation, but it is a part of it. Uh, but to me, the Big 12, with the fact that Gonzaga and Baylor already have this relationship, Gonzaga and Kansas are obviously two of the top tier programs. They've played tech in the past. Like, there's a lot of kind of relationships that already exist there. We haven't but, mentioned also the, the religious piece part of this, too. Yeah. The Big 12 has, look, I'm not sure how mm-hmm. big it is. I'm, I really mm-hmm. don't know. 
Yeah. But the Big 12 has multiple religiously affiliated schools. Yes. In in and adding one too. BYU's coming on. Yeah. Who is obviously Mormon. You've mm-hmm. got Baylor that is a, I think it's Baptist. Yeah. Uh, and then you've got TC, TCU, which is a whatever yeah. else, whatever they are, how they are. Mm-hmm. But like they've got they've got, you know, th- this, yep. this this conversation. Like they've got that. The Pac 12, and it was BYU's case, maybe, mm-hmm. has been against that. So like, yeah, the Pac-12 straight up rejected BYU specifically because right, of that, on that makes, basis. Yeah, which makes them trying to get Gonzaga a lot harder. A, a lot of people are talking about how the Pac-12 might have fumbled the bag here for a lot of reasons, but that's that's an element of it. Gonzaga is not following BYU to the Big Twelve. That BYU doesn't really have anything to do with this. Right, yes, clearly, yeah, correct. The Pac-12 making this big old stink of we're only doing football. I mean, they've been adamant about that. We are only taking football schools. We're only taking high major, big research institutions. They made a huge stink about this, and now they might lose a really prominent basketball program in their backyard, and that's part of it. The reason why that's part yeah. of it. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, so you you think that that's why you balance. It. You say the travel to the Big East, right? Mm-hmm. And it's not a conference. It, it's basically the same, a little bit mm-hmm. worse, maybe to the Big East. Yeah. And they're not not everything else in the conference, right? They don't have everything else. Like, like you mentioned, mm-hmm. matched up other sports. Yeah, the Big Twelve has the deal and the other sports mm-hmm. and the hoops. Yeah, the Pac twelve has, while it's closer, yeah, has no TV deal yet, and also is against the religious yeah. institutions. Pac twelve's only advantage is geography. That's it. That's only it. advantage geography, which sometimes mm-hmm. is it, which sometimes does right does swing the day. Mm-hmm. But it feels like the best fit is come home, come yeah. home, Big Twelve. We will BYU fans or BYU Gonzaga and BYU fans yeah. too. The yeah. big hug. We'll give yes. you guys the big hug. It's coming. Uh, Andy, where can people find you and your work and all of its variety? Yeah, absolutely. It's Locked On Zags podcast. Uh, you can find that wherever you listen to podcasts. Also on YouTube as well. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter at Andy Patton CBB. Whole bunch of tweets all about this story uh, and and obviously as the season gets started and unfolds. You guys can find me on Twitter at Josh Neighbors underscore. You guys can find the show at LO Big 12 on YouTube or wherever you podcast. There will be more coverage on this as it comes. Hopefully it becomes clearer. It sounds like it's exploratory right now, but let's hope. It's thumbs up and we're on the way. Andy, it was nice talking to you. You too.